And so this was a normal Friday for us, and, and all of the timing and the rhythms of it um, is exactly like you know we're going to do during the season. So we take a lot of uh, a lot of pride in doing that well because we're trying to do a great job of understanding the rhythms of the preparation. So uh, today we got knocked out for Fridays, and uh, tomorrow will be a normal Saturday, going to the hotel and all that. So it's uh, it's good for us. From game one to game two, what kind of progress are you looking to see? Um, I would like to see us play play really hard again. You know, and, and uh, I was really. Fired up about the, the efforts, uh, you know, and with the lack of loafs that we you know, we look for to, to count and add up and all that. Uh, the effort from the from the first guys that played to the last guys that played was really consistent. And, and as we tackled a lot better as the game went on, <clears throat> went on, I hope that we can start tackling well in the game. How much has the change from four preseason games to three forced you to change the way you structure each game and the way you go about uh, it? Not much, it? not much. We just we've adapted a little bit for the three game rhythm, but. Uh, to have the extra week at the end is great. It's great. To have the roster all in, in order all the way through the games is a great change. And, and uh, I hope they never find a way to go back because it's, it's so much better for the players and, and the numbers that you have available to play in the game. So the whole thing is better than it was, I think. you like playing a team in the preseason you play in the regular season? Or okay. is it we'll play these guys so late. If you were playing somebody in the second week or something like that, you know, uh, it, it might feel different, but I don't care. What have you thought of the play of Jacob Sykes so far coming in? Jacob's done a nice job. He's been, uh, uh, he's a really smart kid that does stuff right a lot. He uh, he's got a good motor, plays with a good effort, and chases the ball really well and all that. So he's getting all all of it uh, out of himself. Um, he's done a nice job. He's going to play a lot in the next couple of weeks. It's worked out. It's worked out really well, and it's so good to see him out there getting in the huddle, making the calls, and all that, as opposed to standing on the sidelines. Uh, Kenny Walker too. You know, Kenny got into practice today. He was going, which was great. Uh, it, it's just, it just brings these guys back into the fold, and, and they all want to be out there. They all want to learn and get their stuff right. So, uh, it's a good step in the process. Is Jordan going to be able to ease back into practice next week, or are you? A I don't know that. I, I check with the docs. I don't know that. Any, any idea? Any, any the starters play a little bit more this week? At all? The starters? <laughs> or the regular guys? Guy like Tito's. The regular guys? Yeah, yeah, I don't have a clue on that one. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> uh, he, uh, I think he's got a groin thing that's bothering him. Uh, no, no, uh, because he played, he practiced with it, but he just felt like if he goes again, it's going to be something that aggravates, you know, on, on a regular, maybe ongoing. So we we pulled him out. Uh, it's not bad at all. Um, what do I say? Gosh, I don't know what to tell you about that. Um, I, I, let me check with the, with the docs on that one. Uh, Nick's coming out for a couple days. Is uh, Matt Landers okay? Or? Uh, he had a little quad thing that bothered him at the very end of practice yesterday. Um, we MRI'd it. I haven't heard the results of the MRI, and, and uh, they didn't let him go today, so we'll see. How, he had you? a terrific day yesterday. Unfortunately, he couldn't finish it. Close to getting back for you at this point, or um, Joey's Joey's jogging right now. Um, I, I think I would bet next week he comes back, and by the end of next week he should be back out there. In some ways, Pete was I'm not really the doctor in this deal. I'm not calling the shots, but that's what I think. About. Was this camp almost too intense at times? The way the injuries start in practice, and you usually get the answers. No, no, not at all. No. Is it any more than any other? I think we stepped it up. Yeah, it was uh, a call, a call to return to the standard that we want to practice and perform by, and 
So we have, I think we've done a more thorough job of making the point of how we want to go and how we want to prepare ourselves to, so that carries over to the games. And uh, I think this is better than we've been in the last month, uh, three, four years. Was that a call through the team leaders or had yourself? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You were talking. Sorry, you were talking the other day about. I was just kind of thinking about there for a moment. With Reek and the need to really be locked in every single play, is that is there a danger with quarterbacks, in particular that position, is there a danger that you may not see a ball thrown your way? Is that a danger at that position? I don't think it's a danger. I think it's a skill. I think it's a skill that they try to acquire. You know, in, in a in a focus and a discipline. It's that way. I don't know that it's a danger, but um, uh, the best guys can find their way right back to that very next play because you don't know. You know, you don't know when it's going to happen when they're going after you. So um, it's a skill we're developing. And it's a consistency and it's the language within his, to himself that he talks uh, you know, to get him prepared one play to the next to the next and just washing out what just happened. You know, you always know we all talk about that. You know mentality, can he get over the bad play or whatever. That's part of it, That's but that's just part of it. To play really well and consistently, you got to get back for the very next second, the very next chance you got. And so that's what we're trying to develop. Who's the best quarterback in the coach? Uh, Carl Lee. Huh? you got to go all the way back to the Vikes. You ask me a little bit more so I can talk about Carl. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you mean by that? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> Carl was a, was a guy that I think he played at West Virginia. He was a safety. was really fast. Didn't have great hands or great, great ball skills, that kind of stuff. They're okay. They're okay. But when we moved him to corner, um, at the time, he was a 4-3 guy back in the day. That was, he was really, really fast, and he had good length to him and all the right makeup to be a good corner. But what he did better than anybody I've ever coached is he, he bought in so much to the technique of it and the skill of it that all he wanted to do is, is get lined up on the guy he was, he was covering and cover that guy. He didn't care what the situation was in the game. He didn't care what the score was, what kind of field, what situation, nothing. He just wanted that one-on-one, -on -one. and he was terrific at it. Went to the, I think he went to the Pro Bowl uh, in the second or third year and had a really good run at the, at the second half of his career. Um, but he focused better to the point where he didn't even want to watch film. He, he, all he, he just, I just want to cover this guy. I don't want to have all those other thoughts in my brain. So he, he, you know, he came to me and said, is it okay for me to, uh, you know, to, to not want to watch film? You know? And I said, you know, I was wondering if you want to get out of the meetings. But uh, that wasn't the case. He just wanted to stay focused solely on what was right in front of him. And that, to me, it made him a great player in, in those days. He was better than anybody ever had doing that. Thanks for asking. <laughs> with, with Rick, were there times last season where you felt like he wasn't able to immediately put a bad play behind him? Uh, I don't know about bad. <laughs> I don't think it was bad plays. I think it could have been anything. I mean, he was he was very raw, you know, and he was trying to react to it and figure it out and, and find his way. Um, you know, it could have been you know stuff that happened to somebody else even that, that could have distracted him. So he he played extremely well. Under the circumstances, and, and he, he, as the season wore on, he grew more into it, more into it, and, and he acquired, you know, a sense and a taste for what it takes to, to really, you know, to, to find your way back to the focus that you need. So, um, he's he's doing well right now. He's he's on it right now. He's really grown fast. He's had a great camp in the few days he's been out here. You've had him in camp for a few weeks. What's Julian Love shown you? Man, he's an all-around player now. He can do everything. Um, remember, we said that he he, he played. Over a thousand plays last year, played over 200 snaps in special teams. That kind of that kind of staying power and focus, uh, attention to the details of all of the stuff that you do, it was a great sign for. He's a very unique player. 
very unique and special player. He's just got great awareness, uh, great discipline about him, really good habits, and a really good mover. Um, he's a guy that you, you quickly learn to trust. You, know, you believe in him, count on him. And so he's, he's doing a great job so far. I'm really fired up about him. What have you thought of Jared Reed's camp so far? He's doing okay. He's doing okay. He, he's, he has a ton of stuff to learn. He's playing nickel and playing safety and all that. It's a ton of stuff for him. But he's he's been flashy, you know, and he, he runs fast, and uh, he's, he's been an aggressive kid. So he's done some good things. It's he's he's you know racing against that learning curve, trying to see if he can catch up with it, and, and he's doing okay. He'll play again. He'll play a lot too. Yeah, he's been really consistent. He's a, he's a real intensity dude. He he's really plays hard and tough, um, physical, and, and throws his body around. He, he's he the mentality really fits. I I, I love what he's brought to us and. and uh, uh, he's doing a nice job playing a couple different spots, moving around some, and we're really still zeroing in on, on how to play him for in, in our passing down situations, but he's going to be part of it. Is there something that he brings that's a little different than Draymond or Jaren or the other guys that you have around those? Yeah, all, those three guys are all uniquely themselves. They're all different, you know, and, and he, he's, he's, a hard, uh, he's a hard hit now, you know. Everything's physical first, uh, uh, you know, attack the guy that he's playing on and then see what the ball is. You know, he, he's, he's just a very aggressive, uh, uh, nature about him that guy, I love the way he plays and it, because he's different a little bit than some of the other guys in the way they play so we like that um, <laughs> that'd be good yeah that'd be a nice thing I, you know we got to get spoon back into action you know we got to get him back out um, see where he fits into it all um, and when he's out here he fits in you know, so we just got to get him back on the practice field and see where, where he is. Do you have any clear timeline of what he's looking like right now? I don't. I, don't uh, I know he's running some. And, and uh, it would look like middle of next week or something like that would, would be a time when he might be able to do a lot more. You know, but if he gets through the weekend, comes back out of it, and, and can get back to work and probably Wednesday, Thursday, something like that, we might know a lot more. Is uh, Brian Kopak okay? Or? Yeah, he, he sprained his knee. He had a slight sprain. Um, He's getting around okay. He feels okay about it. No, it isn't serious, but it did swell up enough where we just had to hold him back. That's too bad, too, because he, he really did well in the first game and had a, a terrific first couple of weeks. So, you mentioned the other day he's still kind of raw. When you say guys usually jump the first and second year, could he have an unbelievable yes. quantum leap? Yes, than yes, and that's why I'm standing on his butt about it. Because, <laughs> yeah, he could. Um, because there's so many things about his game that he can clean up that aren't even aren't, – aren't difficult to fix and, and he's really working at it he's really he's got him kind of categorized he's working at his stuff and, and uh, I don't want to share with what it is but it's but he, he he's aware of it and uh, he, he wants to really clean up his game and he, there's it's within his reach for sure have you ever had a player who was a pro bowl level at that rate get so raw and so much I mean he's, his floor is a lot higher than most people's floor right yeah, I thought Ty Law was a great player in New England. He 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 had great awareness and great sense. He was a lot like Sherm. Um, I, I've never coached anybody that has as many skills as he has. He he's got everything you could want, um, and uh, and he he doesn't he doesn't have to know everything to play well. You know, he I mean when he was he was playing last year, learning how to do it and all. Um, he had a terrific season for his first time out. And, uh, and so we just think about if we can clean up this and clean up that, he's just going to be so much more difficult to deal with. And so, and he, he's he's totally on board. He, we're all in it together to get that worked out. You talked about how much 
talk about how much the mental aspect of the game is. Even think it's sharp in that while you Mm -hmm. Are you clearly seeing that now? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he's already made a jump. He's already jumped. And, and uh, he, he wasn't just out here hanging around. He was paying attention. He had a plan. He was working at it, trying to get his mind right and get things prioritized properly. And so he came out here and he looked good from the first moment he was out. And, and uh, uh, he's doing great stuff. I, I have an off-the-wall one. Uh, Isaiah Stanback's on the Dallas broadcast team now. Uh, I know he was here briefly, and I think you tried to bring him to USC. I'm just curious what you remember about him, if you remember. Uh, he's a terrific competitor and a, and a really talented kid. Yeah, yeah, we would like to, we would like to have him on our team. We tried a couple ways. <laughs> yeah. um, he's still making progress. He hasn't made a jump yet. You know that we that we go. Okay, he's looking like he's on his way back right now. Hasn't made that jump yet, um, but he's worked hard at it, and he's you know it's not out of the realm of possibility that in the next month or so you know he, he'll he'll make it back out. We're hoping, you know, it could, and it really could be anywhere in there. The next three weeks, two weeks, you know, maybe he can make a jump. But he, he's still, um, he's not right yet. He's not ready yet. He's doing stuff. He's moving around. Yeah, he's moving around. He's pushing sleds. He's doing a lot of stuff. But uh, hasn't quite made it over the hump yet. Was it good to see Jonathan Sutherland be able to be out here after the last play of practice yesterday? Nah, he was Yeah, he's back. <laughs> I don't know about that yet. Let's, let's wait and see. We're going to take every day now to make sure that he's okay. We, we held him out of action today. We got to get him back going again. So I don't know. I'm not sure about that yet. If, if he's capable, he won't play. We need him out there. Anything else? Thank you. Okay. See. You.